Good morning. Today is Thursday, August 4th, 2022. There's a famous passage in the Talmud, Mesechta Gittin. The Talmud says, Akamsa ubarkamsa charov Yerushalayim. Jerusalem was destroyed. The second temple, the second base of Midrash was destroyed because of Kamsa and Bar Kamsa. This is two, the names of two people. One's name is Kamsa. The other's name is Bar Kamsa. Similar name, not related. They both lived in Jerusalem at the very end of the second temple period while the Romans had besieged Jerusalem. And the Talmud says, this is the cause. So I think it's really important to study this narrative to understand what exactly happened. And of course, much more practically, what can we do to fix it? So let's see the story. Dahu Gavra. There was a certain man who goes unnamed. Darachame Kamsa. He had a friend named Kamsa and there was an enemy named Bar Kamsa. So we now have a triangle. Unnamed friend, Kamsa is a friend, Bar Kamsa is an enemy. Avad Su'udasa. He made a big party at his house. And this was a um, aristocratic, uh, important uh person in Yerushalayim and when he made a party everybody came. The rabbis came. The leaders came. It was the event of the season. He made a party. He told his servant please deliver a personal invitation to my friend Kamsa. But the servant made a mistake. And the servant, instead of going to the home of Kamsa to invite his friend, by accident he went to Bar Kamsa and said, you're invited to this party. Bar Kamsa arrives at the party. And the host, seeing Bar Kamsa, the enemy, says to himself, says, Mirti, ahu gavra, Baldabava Dahugavruhu. That fellow is an enemy of this fellow, me. It's my house. It's my party. What is this fellow doing? He's an enemy. What is he doing here? And he says to the man, Barkamsa, Barbaisaka, what are you doing here? The man says, Well, I, I, you know, I thought it was strange also that I was invited, but I was invited. Kum poke. The host says, get out. Barkamsa says, listen, I'm already here. There are a lot of people here. I don't want to be here any more than you don't want me to be here, believe me. But it would be embarrassing. You're going to kick me out of your house? I mean, it's humiliating. There are all these people around. I'll tell you what. I, Barkamsa, I will pay for half of the price of your entire party, a big, big gala. I'll pay you for it. Just don't embarrass me in front of all these people. The host said, Lo. Lo mitanalef. No. Nakte biyade. The host grabbed hold of Bar Kamsa, 
and threw him out of his house in front of everybody. A big embarrassment and humiliation threw him out of his house. Omar Barkamsa said to himself, he was not only angry at how the host treated him, to kick him out of his house in an embarrassing way in front of all of the important people of Yerushalayim, but he was also upset at all the other people who were there. And no one spoke up, and no one said to the host, you know, let him stay, or at least don't embarrass him, it's not right. Omar Barkamsa said to himself, Since there were great rabbis there, and no one spoke up. It would appear that they saw nothing wrong with his behavior. And if rabbis and leaders see nothing wrong with such behavior, then we're in big trouble. And the Talmud tells us, because of Kamsa Bar Kamsa, Jerusalem was destroyed. Now clearly the Talmud doesn't mean just this only one story in, in, in particular. It means this kind of behavior, this kind of sinaschinam, of needless hatred, of embarrassing people in public, and of great people, uh, leaders, <coughs> who should be speaking out about this, not speaking out about it. What I've shared with you so far is the normal interpretation of this passage. The host is unnamed. <coughs> the host was friendly with Kamsa, but the host did not like Bar Kamsa. Bar Kamsa came to the party. Kamsa did not come to the party. Keep that in mind. Bar Kamsa only came to the party because of a mistake made by the host's servant. And Mihti, Hahu Gavra Baldabava Dahu Gavrahu. That person, Bar Kamsa, is an enemy of this person, meaning himself. And I don't want him here. Rabbi Yochanan Zweig asks two questions on this understanding of what the narrative is about. Number one, it's a little strange that the host is referring to himself in the third person. That fellow is the enemy, literally the words are, that fellow is the enemy of that fellow. So he's interpreting, I'm the, that, the second that fellow. That fellow, Barkamsa, is the enemy of this, that fellow. But I mean, it's a little awkward. Most people, <laughs> with some exceptions, most people don't refer to themselves in the third person. That's number one. And number two, let's go back to the introduction. The Talmud opened the story by saying, Jerusalem was destroyed because of, let's pay attention to the words, Jerusalem was destroyed because of Kamsa and Bar Kamsa. Well, hold on. That's not really true. The story seems to tell us that Jerusalem was destroyed because of the host. Kamsa didn't do anything wrong. He was not even at the party. Bar Kamsa didn't do anything wrong because he was legitimately invited to the party and he just wanted not to have been embarrassed. It was the terrible behavior of the host, who, by the way, is unnamed, 
and the bystanders who also are unnamed, that's what caused the problem. So you could give a simple answer. You could say what the Talmud means to say in introducing the story is because of the confusion over the similarity of the names between Kamsa and Bar Kamsa, that's what evolved and led to this problem. Had, <coughs> had they not had similar names and had the servant not mistaken one for the other, this whole thing would not have happened. So because the names of these two people who happened to be enemies were uh, so similar, that's what led to the problem. Okay, that's not such a great answer. But Rabbi Yochanan Zweig provides another answer. It's, a, it's another reading of this story. And it's a reading that provides a magnificent and very, very practical lesson for every single one of us. And it goes like this. Usually, a person is not supposed to hate another person. It's not supposed to happen. It's a sin. It's not right. We should try to work on ourselves. But Nebuch, it happens. Sometimes a person is in a fight with someone else. A person is angry with someone else. Nebuch. Okay. <coughs> Usually when a person has feelings of anger or hatred towards another person, God forbid, it's because the person perceives that the other person harmed me in some way. Or maybe it's because the other person has something that I want. But there's one exception, and this is an exception that is so applicable and has divided so many families and communities over human history. And it goes like this. If one person is having a fight with a second person, Ruvain is having a fight with Shema. Okay? Ruvain is upset with Shimon. It's terrible, but okay. Ruvain is angry with Shimon. But now Ruvain goes to his friends and he says, Listen, I'm in a fight with Shimon. You better be in a fight with him also. You better not have anything to do with him. You better not invite him to your party, even if I'm not there. Because if you invite my enemy to your party, you're betraying me. I'm your friend, and I'm angry with him, so you should also be angry with him. That is sinaschinam. Sinaschinam means needless hatred. It means hatred where there's no basis. Okay, you, Ruvain, got into an argument with Shimon. Okay, it's not right. You should make up. You should find peace, but fine. But you had an argument. It was an argument about something. It's not baseless. Okay, it's still not right, but it's not baseless. It's not chinam for no reason. There is a reason. There was an argument. There was a fight. There was a dispute. But when Ruvain says to me, a third party, you have to hate Shimon also, that's sinas chinam, because I've got nothing to do with this third person. Shimon never did anything to me. I have no relationship with him. You're telling me that I should hate Shimon just because you hate Shimon? That is the essence of sinas chinam. You're asking me to adopt a hatred for someone with no basis whatsoever. And Rabbi Zweig says that's exactly what happens in this story. <coughs> the original dispute was between two men, Kamsa and Bar Kamsa. They were arguing with each other. They were enemies of each other. <coughs> Then 
Then, Bar Kamsa shows up to this party of the host. The host is a friend of Kamsa, right? We know that. But Kamsa didn't come to the party because unintentionally he was not invited. He didn't come to the party. But the host is a friend of Kamsa. When this Bar Kamsa comes to the door, the host says to him, what are you doing here? Barkamsa says, well, I was invited. I didn't know why, but I was invited. And, Barkam and, and the host says, the host says, Michti, hold on a minute. Hahu Gavra, this guy, meaning Barkamsa, who showed up at my door, Baldebava Dahu Gavra, is the enemy of that guy. That guy, Kamsa, my friend. And my friend told me that I better not show any friendship to Bar Kamsa, not because I had anything to do with him. I never met him. I don't know him. I've got nothing. I have no problems with him. But my friend told me, Kamsa, that he's arguing with Bar Kamsa, so I have to hate Bar Kamsa as well. And you have to leave the house. And he threw him out of the house. It is in the third person. The host was speaking in the third person. He was speaking about Bar Kamsa and Kamsa. The two of them are enemies. And, and, and Kamsa was insisting that because I hate Bar Kamsa, you the host, you have nothing to do with it, you have to hate. Yerushalayim was destroyed because of Kamsa, Bar Kamsa, because their argument was not only hatred for one Jew to another, it also involved including someone else who was not part of that. It involved Kamsa saying to his friends, you also have to hate Bar Kamsa, even though they had no reason to. That's the classic example of Sinas Chinam. For the host to do that, for Kamsa to have insisted on that, that is the worst type of sinaskina. It's needless hatred. Sinaskinim. It's needless hatred because I have no argument with you. But my friend told me I have to hate you, so I'm going to hate you. I must tell you that um, I have this in my life. Maybe you have it in yours. Maybe you've had this experience. I have it in my life. <clears throat> it's very, very destructive. And uh, my position has been to simply refuse to participate in extending hatred to someone else. But it causes a lot of trouble. It causes a lot of destruction. And so we need to work on ourselves. Even if we do have an issue with someone and we're having a problem, we're having a disagreement, of course, we should try to find peace. We should try to reconcile. That's the goal, of course. But at the very least, we must not impose our upset on others who have no basis for that upset. 
because that is not an appropriate type of loyalty. That is actually a disloyalty. To expect that others will hate because I hate, that's the type of behavior that got us into the mess we are in this weekend. And that's the type of behavior that it is necessary for us to fix in order for us to get out of the mess we are in. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. And I look forward to seeing you soon in person.